You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Himalaya. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, it is a Friday show, which means we will have baseball trivia coming up and i think it's a pretty fun uh pretty fun one revolving around home runs actually so a little teaser so if you want to try to crash study for the next 10 <laughs> minutes you can go ahead uh and, okay. and go from there but as we've been doing our best seasons in franchise history and we're just kind of moving on up the list today we have the 2011 season and probably the biggest moment of course which we dove into pretty extensively a week or two ago was game 162 so we won't necessarily harp on that too much but right. it definitely was a uh, a calling card of that season now what i what i want to note about that game and i don't think we mentioned this is when evan longoria was stepping up to the plate trying to get the game winning home run like how calm cool collected like he was just chewing gum no problem here just ready for business. And even as he swung on that home run pitch, he was chewing gum. Yeah. Like the ease and the like, yeah, I'm Mr. Cool. I got this. That's why we loved Evan Longoria. I mean, that's why Evan Longoria has, you know, etched himself into race fans hearts. I mean, no, no matter what happens or, you know, how his rest of the career goes. I mean, you got to love Longo. I mean, to be that calm, to be that, you know, cold-blooded, really, in that situation where everybody's going insane. Even, you know, even BJ Upton or Melvin Upton, really. Uh, we don't know what he wants to be called. Every year he changes it pretty much. That's right. So I think we'll now that he's in BJ. the media, he wants to be called Melvin. Oh, uh, okay. I, okay. On, I've got no idea. Like, it's literally every year. It's like, I want to be called BJ. Now Melvin. <laughs> no, BJ. No, Melvin. No. I, I don't know. Upton, well, let's just go by your last name. Hey, there you go, Upton Junior. Upton yeah. Junior, not um, Justin. There we go. There you go, Upton Junior. He uh, he says that he actually like asked for time because the stands were going insane because they had just posted that Red Sox finale. Uh, you know the scoreboard yeah. four to three again for the uh, for the Orioles. And so that he asked for time, he was like he couldn't handle it, and he struck out, and he was just like you know out of sorts. And then comes Longoria, super calm, collected, and he does try to hack the first swing mm -hmm. uh, to the stands. But man, yeah, cool, calm, collected. That's Mister Mister Ray right there. And of course, 2011 season, the Rays went 91-71, finished second in the AL East. And of course, again, the Texas Rangers in the playoffs. What is it about the Rangers? I don't know. I mean, you know? <sighs> it it was funny because the Rays had won that first game nine to zero. And it was like, okay, here we go. Here we go. This, we're on easy street now. Kelly Shopik hits two freaking home runs. I know. Man, oh man, we we are ready. This is the year. This is the year. And and when you look at what happened on paper, they were close games. The rest three mm -hmm. of the games, 
I believe two the, two of the games. The last two were four to three. Uh, the Rangers uh, winning. And then look at the starting pitching. The Rays threw out David Price, James Shields, mm-hmm. and Rookie of the Year, uh, Jeremy Hellickson. Again, guys like Colby Lewis and Matt Harrison. Right. And, and, and the Rangers won. And the Rangers yes. won. So, I mean, on paper, the Rays were supposed to advance to that ALCS, but they did not. And who won was Matt Moore, the young kid who had not pitched 10 innings in the major leagues mm-hmm. that year. And he comes out delivering, I think, a seven-inning pitched uh, – masterful performance really for a 21 year old god think about the potential of matt moore and how good he really could have been if tommy john surgeries and injuries hadn't set him back and of course he had a couple good seasons with the rays but like now he's still only like 28 29 and he's just a shell of his former self i think he played in japan last year yeah how far the great have fallen for sure what's fun i still remember a quote from Joel Peralta on Matt Moore, uh, he said after watching, I, I might just laugh out loud at this, after watching two pitches of Matt Moore, just throwing two pitches and seeing like, okay, this guy's got it. Joel Peralta says, okay, daddy's here. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a guy that Joel Peralta was probably like 35, 36 at the time and Matt Moore's 22. Like that is, that is so great. That is, that is that is awesome. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Joel Peralta was a funny guy. El Campeón. You know, he was great. As, as I mean, I, I I hated the fact that it took him like 45 minutes to get through two-thirds of an inning. Yeah. But yeah. he brought it. He brought the mentality. And he was also a guy that was known for bringing the younger Latin American players along. Yeah. Like, he was a guy that was signed from – I mean, it was like, oh, okay, Joel Peralta. The, the Rays signed him from Washington – Okay, that's run of the mill, but he turned out to be an integral part of the Rays for the next couple of years, yeah. which is what I mean. The Rays do. I mean, this was a, the 2011 season was a year where you had lost some big names. You had lost Soriano, you had lost Crawford, you had lost Pena, you had lost even Dan Wheeler. I mean, and, and you start the, the the season. I believe it was one and six, correct? Oh, and six. Oh, and they six. started, and then they Owen got one six. and six. But yeah, right. Um, and then, of course, the legend of Sam Fold emerges with that backhanded diving catch in the outfield with bases loaded, two outs. Juan Pierre hits at one that track. could have been – yeah, exactly. uh, uh, it could have been a grand slam uh, inside, the, inside the park home run, yes. really. And Sam Fold just does magic with his diving ability and, and that just – Boom! That was the turnaround of the race season. That play, you have to. You, that's the play. That's that, what that made put it all Sam Fold on the map for sure. Yes. Yeah, for sure. T-shirts were made. Nicknames <laughs> came about. Yes. And what's so funny is, yeah, Juan Pierre was at the plate, so Sam Fold was already playing in. Mm-hmm. Juan Pierre don't have power, so right. <laughs> he had to really veer, I guess, uh, northeast and and make that diving play. And, and it's not like Sam Fold is the size of Aaron. He's not six foot six. No, 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 no. This guy's this, five eight, five nine, maybe. Little dude. Pure skill. Yeah. Pure skill. His his body did not help him in that um, in that play. And and he did everything that he he could, uh, you know, um, really to to get that play in order. But no, after that. The team kind of changed mentality. Mm-hmm. Casey Kochman 
starts uh, raking. And what was mo- most interesting in that season, I ha- I th- it has to be James Shields. Right. 11 complete games. Kevin, I was perusing baseball reference, and I came about uh, something that – Made me happy but sad at the same time. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you five numbers. Okay. Okay. Two hundred and forty nine and a third. Two hundred and twenty four and a third. One hundred and eighty nine. One hundred and eighty four and one hundred and thirty five and a third. What am I talking about? You're talking about innings pitched from starters going I deep. Need- isn't that incredible? Those numbers in 2020 do not exist. Heck, if you get a guy that throws 160, you're like, wow, he was really a workhorse this year. <laughs> and now it's a little bit different because the Rays have had so many injuries. But still, I mean, they're, you're pulling guys after four or five innings. And, yes, uh, Jeff Neiman was the guy that, that got hurt, so 135 innings. So you're like, okay, who came up uh, for him? Well, 52 and two-thirds from Alex Cobb. You know how I like the Cobber. I mean, you had no drop-off. Then you had the nine innings by Matt Moore. I mean, this was a healthy, healthy team. And that's why they made the run that they, that, that they did, really, because they were on the field most of the time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you saw career years from Matt Joyce was an all-star. Tampa he was kid 370 at the end of May and then by Incredible. July he was batting under 300 but he he did enough to make himself an all-star for sure. I think he ended the year batting 280, an OPS over 820. I mean, he really was a star mm-hmm. in, in that year. Longoria was of course long ago. I mean, really that that Johnny year Damon was, Johnny made a Damon played 150 games. Yeah. Manny Ramirez played five games. It was a, <laughs> I mean, there were so many things with this year. And yeah. I mentioned, I mentioned guys that had left from the year before. Like I, I totally left out Matt Garza and Jason mm-hmm. Marlin and, and other core pieces like that. So it was really a huge turnover entering this year. And there were just so many, I mean, we talk about game 162, but there were so many other regular season moments that made this year so funky and so fun and enjoyable at the end of the day when you look back on it in the past. Like, game 161, there was that triple play. Oh, yeah. Five, with four, Hellickson, Hellickson pitching against the Yanks. Mm-hmm. And then around the horn, Longo. Again, you know what's the my, my favorite thing about Longoria? Uh, the gap in his tooth? I don't know. <laughs> Personal shade. Uh, no, it's the fact that when he receives the ball and he's about to throw it a second – it will always be at the yes. second baseman or the shortstop's chest, right where it needs to be, 100% of the time. Really, it's very difficult to see a third baseman to always make that throw perfectly. And Longoria did not miss that throw. If it, if it was a double play ball, or in this case, a triple play moment, mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be uh, an error or not going to be completed because of Longoria's lack of... Uh, uh, of Mr. Uh, uh, of direction yeah. in that throw. He always did that throw perfectly. That's my favorite Longoria skill. Right to Zobris too. And Sean Rodriguez, who's playing first at the time, stretches out like G-Man Choi and makes a play. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and then you also had like, I mean, this isn't really, I mean, it's a great baseball moment, but it, it hurt against the Rays. But Derek Jeter, his 3,000th hit, Right. A home run against David Price. I think it was a full count in Yankee Stadium. 
Um, do you think that was on purpose or no? Oh man, you know I love or, my conspiracy maybe it was theories. Sub, subconscious, a subconscious act I, by David I, Price. I, I'm not gonna say that he wanted to, you know, get, get a hit a home run of of, of Derek Jeter, but I'm, I don't know, man. I it was a one nothing game too. Like it was. Yeah. I mean, you're still playing for something. You're still playing for something, but w- that pitch was just. Yeah, it was a ball downs. Yeah, come on. Like, I'm just going to let everybody decide what I think, but uh, I definitely don't like that pitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's when, yeah, that's what, and that's actually when we like David Price, believe it yeah, or not. Yeah, exactly. What, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, that, it was just a, an interesting, you also had that 16 inning game with the Red Sox. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. Five hours. It was back in July. Five hours and forty-two minutes ended at one thirty-five a.m. The wow. Rays got a total of three hits. Oh, the course of that, that sounds game. that sounds like twenty eleven Rays, yeah. And lost one. That was so. It was so wishy-washy. Like oh the final gosh. numbers on a lot of guys look good, but there were definitely some power outages for sure. Like there were the, long streaks of yes. nothing. I mean, that's really wasn't that the period. 2009 to like 2012 where they just got no hit and no imperfected mm-hmm. like seven times well like that's the thing with the first six games of that season where they started out oh and six they couldn't score more than a run it was like in five of those six games they had scored only one run yeah and like and it was like oh man i mean our i i remember that season vividly of like I don't even know if I want to watch the rest of the year. And then by by the time yeah. by by the time it was the end of April, they had they had finished the month fifteen and twelve, which I think they were the first team in MLB history to do that to start a season zero and six and to and finish then, with a winning winning record. So yeah, no, pretty they, crazy they, stuff. Pretty crazy. Joe Madden at the helm, obviously uh, uh, doing the the things that Joe Madden used to do back then. No, it, it was a very interesting team. It was kind of um, not only wishy washy in the office, but. We should watch on the names. I mean, a lot of the of the names now are you know familiar to us, but back then, right? Who the heck was Sam Fold? You know, I mean, Dan Johnson had been that guy from 08, but you know, he disappeared after May 17th. Mm-hmm. Casey Kochman, uh, it, it was just a lot of guy. Dane De La Rosa, oh my god, Adam gosh. Russell. I mean, you're yes. talking names that you hadn't heard before, and. They were making an impact. Yeah, as far as the bullpen goes, I mean, you talk about guys that, I mean, it was a lot of journeyman types, but who ended up having career-esque years, like Kyle Farnsworth, the year he had. Yes. Juan Cruz, who might yes. be the the skinniest man in baseball. I don't know if he weighs more <laughs> than 135, to be honest. Yes. And Brandon Gomes, too. Like, that right. was a guy who came out, and, like, nobody had ever heard of him. He's still kind of in a not, like... You go back and like, oh yeah, he actually he played well for the Rays at one he point. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cesar Ramos was in that uh, yes. in that team. Very interesting, very interesting. And, and you had the the young guys really stepping up: Matt Moore, Cobb, um, Hellickson. And it was a year where so many stars had been lost. I mean, yeah. twenty eleven is just magical, man. It really is. What's crazy is like, yeah, Matt Moore could be on his last leg. Jeremy Hellickson's retired already, correct? Yeah, 10 years. He retired already, yeah. And still, that's still a good career. He's going to get his pension. Yes, he is. And honestly, at this point, this corona (laughs) era we're living in, in, you can get that pension. 
Get that pension from MLB. That's all. Yeah. Do oh it. boy. All right. Baseball trivia coming up next. From an early morning breakfast burrito to a 12-pack of beers while you watch the game, sometimes you just need what you need delivered fast. And that's where Postmates comes in. If you're like me, you probably started thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. But Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever I can think of delivery too. Convenience stores, clothing stores, you name it. So no more trips to the store, no more late night fast food runs. I don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code locked on for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. All right, Ulysses, baseball trivia last time you grilled me. I think I did okay. No, you did great, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Today, today's trivia centers around home runs. And not just home runs, but 50 homer seasons. So kind of keep Ooh. that in mind okay. as we go along. Ten questions, a lot of quick hitters. See how you do. I like this. Okay, right. let me flex up a little bit. Yeah, okay. got to get the stretches going. Let's go. I'm ready. want to make sure you're uh, loose for this. Okay. <laughs> Who had the first... 50 homer season in MLB history. And I also have choices for all of these. So if you don't get it right away, I can also give you choices. I'm going to go with Babe Ruth. Correct, sir. Very good. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Um, okay. Who are the only teammates to each hit 50 homers in the same season? I'm going to go with... Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. Incorrect. Good guess. Incorrect. Think longer ago. I'm you got the go right with, team. I'm going to go with Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle. Very good. Very good. Yes. Maris hit his iconic 61 homers and Mantle added 54 of his own for the 1961 Yankees. Okay. Who had the... Uh, oh, I just asked that question. I'm going out of order here. Okay. <laughs> Babe Ruth had that 50 homer season in, in 1920. I'm trying to do this all from my phone, so bear with me a little bit. Uh, okay. Don't change-ups, man. What's I know. I'm like... I watched uh, I watched uh, Ray's Orioles game last night, and I was just Tyler Glass <laughs> now in it. Fastball. Yeah. Curveball. Just... Yeah. Just... <sighs> putting the hitter on pause okay we don't, we don't miss baseball at all okay keep going not at all hey i'm honestly i'm just going to continue to watch these replays at fox sports i, I yeah. even watched some of the the marlins cardinals game. <laughs> that's how you're watching yeah. national league games that's yeah. great the thing is the marlins run out of wins pretty quickly oh so I, they might have to do some replays i don't know what they're gonna do i mean, they're just gonna have to go to like what they should do is go to games 2003 from their, yeah from their world series seasons yeah. Just a thought. Um, 
Three players are tied for the most 50 homer seasons with four apiece. Which of these players is not one of them? Mark McGuire, Babe Ruth, Alex Rodriguez, or Sammy Sosa? McGuire. Incorrect. So, who are the three left? Ruth, A-Rod, Sammy Sosa. Ruth? It's Alex Rodriguez. Dang it. Rodriguez had three 50 homer seasons, one fewer than Ruth, Sosa, and McGuire. That's a tough one. Okay, okay. Got me. Um, how many players reached the 50 homer mark in 2019? I'm going to go with four. Strike one. I'm going to go with two. Strike two. I'm going to go with three? Strike three. It was one. Pete Alonso was the only guy? Yes. Mets rookie Pete Alonso, who clubbed 53 home runs, was wow. the only player. Jorge Soler was close. 49, a, right? Yeah. So he 48 was... 48, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, that's what happens when Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton are injured for most of the season. That kind of... <laughs> Yeah, kind of lowers the uh, the pool a little bit. Which of the following franchises has never had a 50 homer season? Dodgers, Phillies, Reds, or Braves? Okay, cannot be the Braves. So then the Reds, the Reds had Adam Dunn and Jay Bruce. I'm but sure one of those. 50? But did they ever hit 50? The Dodgers. Mm, and what's the other team between the, the Dodgers Phillies. and the Reds? The Phillies. No, they had Ryan Howard. So they can't. So the Braves and Phillies are out. So I'm going with the Dodgers or the Reds. I cannot remember a very big bat from the Dodgers. So I'm going to say the Dodgers. Very good. Okay. Sean Green came one homer shy of joining the 50 homer club in 2001 but his 49 home runs remain the Dodgers' single-season record. How about that deductive reasoning? I walked you through that one. I will say, though, I think Cody Bellinger could probably be the next guy for sure. Had 47 last season at age 23. So whenever there is a full season of 162 games played, Cody Bellinger might be a really good candidate. Or Dodgers legend Mookie Betts could do that, obviously. I feel like 50 homers is a lot for him. But, oh, you know, but you know that Dodger lifestyle, obviously, maybe, that's ingrained maybe, in him. For maybe so it's a long. little bit more warmer. I mean, it's kind of hard yeah. to hit, hit fifty home in when Dodger it's, Stadium uh, when it's cold in uh, in Boston <laughs> in, in April and May and whatnot. By the way, Cody Bellinger doppelganger. This will be an episode when we do the doppelganger series. Yes, Mac Miller. Oh man, that's good. Like a skinny. Mac yeah. Miller. Oh, that's fantastic. Just we got to do the stop. Google Cody Bellinger. Episode. Google Matt, Mac Miller. May he rest in peace. Yes. Oh, man, perfect. Man. Good one. Um, among the top four players on the all-time home run leaderboard, who is the only one without a 50 homer season? And I can give you choices if you want, or if you want to try to guess it cold turkey. Uh, I'm going to try to guess it cold turkey. Do it. Uh, ask the question one more time. Okay. Among the top four players on the all-time home run leaderboard, who is the only one without a 50 homer season? Um, okay, so we got Bonds, we got Hank Aaron, 
we got Willie Mays, and then we got A-Rod. So I'm going to go with Willie Mays. Incorrect. And Willie Mays is actually not in the top four. Oh, okay. So I got that mixed up. Huh. Never If I give you choices, it kind of gives it away now. Hmm. Hmm. I can give you a hint if you want. I want a hint. Okay. This guy, you never watched live in person. That's fair. And again, the question is, of the top four, who did not get a 50-homer season? Yeah. Not even one. Well, it can't be Hank Aaron because we just said that the Braves, although he could have had 50 with that on. Well, no, that doesn't make sense. Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, Babe Ruth. Man, was number four not Willie Mays? Huh. Oh, you got me. I don't know. Okay. The fourth guy is Alex Rodriguez. Uh, A-Rod passed Willie Mace. Okay. Dang. So it's got to be... It's kind of ironic. Never had a 50-homer season. Yes. Hank Aaron never had a 50-homer season. So it was somebody else that had it for for the Braves. Maybe like... Andrew Jones or something. Dang, man, that yeah. is tricky. He, he had a he, lot of like forty plus homer seasons. He was just he a had, constant like forty plus homer guy. Wow, yeah. that is that that is that's even more amazing. I'm not even Almost angry. Steroids. I'm impressed. Yeah. Wow. What were they taking? Greenies back then. <laughs> Lots of coffee. Um, yeah, the the most that Hammer and Hank, even though he has seven hundred and fifty five career home right. runs, he never hit more than forty seven in a single season. Well, I bet that if you average 45 for 15 years, yeah. you get pretty far. You do pretty well in that oh. case for sure. Yeah, you played like 22 years or something at least. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was crazy. I don't know how they were doing that, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of our boy, we, we mentioned him earlier, Tampa's own Pete Alonzo. Besides Pete Alonzo last season, who is the only other player with a 50-homer season as a rookie? And I can give you choices if you want. Oh, Aaron Judge. Very good. Yes. 52 homers in 2017 with the Yankees. Uh, okay. Who is the last player to hit 50 home runs and win a World Series in the same season? And I have choices if you want them. Okay, okay. 50 home runs and then win the World Series. Okay, give me choices. Ryan Howard. Luis Gonzalez, A-Rod, David Ortiz. Okay, well, the options are really close together. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, Howard for the Phillies in 2008. That seems like a a year Howard would have hit 50. Um, Poppy, 04, 13, 07. That gives them more chances. I'm going to go with Poppy. Uh, Good guess. Good thinking. Incorrect. Okay, I'm going to go with Howard for the Phillies. Good guess, also incorrect. Wow. And my other two options are? A-Rod and Luis Gonzalez. Man, if this is a Luis Gonzalez trick trick question, I'm going to be so upset. A-Rod. <laughs> incorrect. It's Luis Gonzalez. 
<laughs> he hit 57 homers with the D-backs in 2001. By the That's way, a disgusting I mean, question. By the, Tampa's own Luis Gonzalez, West Tampa's own Jefferson High School zone, and also uh, I see a picture of him from 2001. Uh, yeah. It, it wasn't all uh, protein powders that was that was making you hit those home runs. Just gonna throw that out there. Shade. Yeah, he does not look like. Okay. <laughs> he let me just say that he looks his body type looks similar to Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, in and around that area. Make your own conclusions on what you are inferring, basically. Yes. Uh, and I think I. And by the way, he like the year before he had like thirty. Then you go up to fifty-seven. Then you go down to what? Are you, Ken Caminiti? Anybody? I don't know. Uh, I'm just okay, no, but Luis Gonzalez was a very good player. Well. He was. He was. Yeah. Um, who is? This is a good question. Who is the youngest player in MLB history with a fifty-homer season? Hmm. I can give you choices if you want. Give me choices. Prince Fielder, Pete Alonso, Alex Rodriguez, Aaron Judge. Oh, man, they are good. I don't know if Prince had them that early in his career, 50. But I'm going to with Prince. Very good guess, and you are correct. Because you don't necessarily have to be a rookie. You just need to be the youngest guy. Exactly. He hit 50 homers for the 2007 Brewers, becoming the first 23-year-old in MLB history to reach the 50-homer mark. Man, that's a guy that could have been even greater than he was. Yeah, he was fun to watch, man. He was. He was fun to play with on video games as well. <laughs> yeah, he was. Man, oh man. Prince Fielder. Okay, final question. Who is the last player to hit 50 homers and be named MVP in the same season? Who is the can last give you guy to have 50 home runs and be MVP? Well... Also, also the most recent player. Smells like an A-Rod answer, um, but let's hear the options. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, Jose Bautista, Pete Alonso, and I'll throw an A-Rod if you want. <laughs> I'm going to go with Giancarlo Stanton. You are correct, sir. He narrowly edged out Joey Votto for the 2017 NL MVP award. So that was when he was with the Marlins. So would he have been Mike Stanton at that point, or did he change his name? I think he switched to Giancarlo like a couple seasons before he went to the Yankees. I, on, again, yeah. I'm going to say this, and I think you agree with me. We like Mike Stanton better than Giancarlo Stanton. Put it on a shirt, we'll make Absolutely. millions. And he had 59 home runs that year. Yeah. Man, how soon we forget that this guy can... He can hit some home runs if he needs to. and if he's How many helped. career home runs does GM Stanton have? I think he's got around 300 already. He's got a 300. Yeah. Close. Imagine if yeah. he was healthy, man. That guy would have been a 600 club for sure. That's the thing. How old is he now? He's he's like 31. Yeah. 30? He's still got like eight, nine years left on that contract. <laughs> on, a, on a 300. The Yankees might maybe. have to defer that payment at interest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, could, he could go with the Bobby Vanilla model, and, but like it would it'd be, it'd be like a five million dollar paycheck every year, ten million dollar paycheck every. Yeah, just pay me till I'm eighty. I'm sure you can live off very comfortably with five million dollars every year. I would. Yeah, I'd, I'd sign up for that. I, I will take that. Hey, yeah. I will take that. Yeah. Uh, very good. Very good. Very nice questions. Changing it up. 
It'll be your turn to grill me next week. And again, three days a week for however long this Corona stuff happens. And then once baseball starts, we'll be amping back up to five days a week. So Mondays, but we want to hear from Fridays. you guys, though, yes. right? I mean, well, please uh, give us your comments on on Twitter, on Instagram. We are lonely on Instagram. So Absolutely. Please follow us there at Locked on Race. Yes. If you have an Instagram account, we would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. We've gotten some nice emails from Ty McCann and on some possible topics, which we will be diving into at some point. And other listeners, if you also have some questions or some ideas or comments about Rays baseball, baseball, anything really, uh, you can email us at lockedonrays at gmail.com. We're pretty much open to any and all topics right now as there is a lack of baseball, as we all know. So And a lack of human contact as well. Yes, we, yeah. Yeah, we need that too. We yes. need the emails. We need the voice memos. We would love that. Yeah. And so next week, again, we will be continuing the kind of looking back at the best seasons in Rays history and uh, throwing in some other fun things as well. So, all right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you next week.